Um, right, I'm going to go in. Hello and welcome to episode two of the New Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Thomas, and joined today, I have Andy Porter Yo. and Aaron Cara, Hello. two of the founding members of New Jazz, <laughs> and we are all very shaky from the night before. <laughs> um, Understatement that. Is, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. If you um, didn't make it out last night, we played at the Herbarium in Lancaster, and it was a heavy one. Like, what, for me, one of the busiest I've, I've been at, I think the, you were saying the birthday was proper busy, but... Uh, I kind of same level, but uh, there was something about last night that just seemed a little bit more, uh, shall we say, chaotic <laughs> than other nights. Yeah, just a little bit. But I think it was coupled with the fact that it was Lancaster Live, weren't it? So it was like Lancaster's three-day music festival weekend, yeah. which was, I think, in 60, but not 60 pubs, fucking 60 pubs. I've, I can't think how many pubs in Lancaster had different artists different bands playing all and it's still going on now it's like a lot of pubs yeah. Yeah. today as well isn't it yeah, yeah today yeah. and I think Ash is actually still out at the moment looking for new jazz looking for new jazz <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake he's not found new jazz fuck's sake that just proves how hungover we are looking for Jai Paul not new jazz yeah he's out there with Ben Ben Ross in fact yeah. they're both on the hunt yeah, trying to find to Jai and oh. also the flag. In fact, one thing that we uh, kind of glossed over is oh yeah, no the, flag. The flag. I didn't even it. think. Yeah. Wait. So we got a photo put in our group chat yesterday, and the flag uh, for people that tuned into episode one kind of know that we lost it at the birthday. Yeah. So apparently the flag's turned up at some guy's house, and it was. Is that that like, picture? I didn't. Yeah. Is that the picture? Yeah. yeah. So apparently he found the flag in McDonald's with a bunch of random guys. Right. He took it. It's now at his house. He was meant to bring it to the gig last night. Is that it? Well, and still not turned up. So the the mystery of the flag deepens. Maybe by next episode we'll have it back, but who knows? I love this. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they're out and what was I saying I've completely blanked uh, what did Ash, I Ash is playing at the, the festival oh, tonight oh that's it Bobbing. Ash is playing at the Bobbin tonight yeah. so if you're about well it's already happened by the time you're ready so <laughs> <laughs> unlucky if you went to the gig when you listened to this let us know how it was this <laughs> is going to be a long episode um, hopefully today we're going to talk about Anderson Pack, but before then We've got it's it's October and I think we're gonna get a bit spooky at some point here, aren't you? Halloween yeah. edition. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's providing all the sound effects this yeah, episode. I, I, I'm gonna be the samples throughout. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about Anderson Pack because he's got a new album coming and we absolutely love him. And last night when he when I dropped, it was just monstrous. Yeah, it, it, monster. Yeah. Yeah. That's where a lot of the chaos came from. I Should think. we do a bit of, re- of a recap? I know it was only last night, but. Yeah, we can and, try. well, to say it was only last night, I I know nothing about what was going on at last night. Like I say, we can try and recap. Uh, a lot of it's hazy in my mind. Um, okay, right. look, shall we talk through like chronologically? Because there was yeah, a couple. It's missing. always yeah. best to start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. So we turned up to the herbarium, getting ready for like half ten. Unusually late for us because we usually it's turn a up one. a good sort of three hours before we're supposed to go on just to double check everything. Yeah, I think we turned up about three minutes before we were supposed to go on <laughs> last night. We were cutting it fine. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a couple of mishaps with the tech, right? Yeah, nothing worked. Just absolutely no- <laughs> nothing worked. Simply put, nothing worked. Yeah. Um, Ash has, well, we've upgraded our gear that we're supposed to be using and Ash has got a new set of decks and a new Mac and a new Serato that we're all to use. And when plugging in our individual set, nothing was reading. And 
Andy, you couldn't get your set working. Andy was first up. I couldn't get my set on. Carl, you had to run had home, to run home, get, get your own Mac. Mac. Uh, once we kind of got it working and pressed play, there was nothing coming out of the, the venue's PA system, oh, complete silence. Yeah, we were at we, mine yeah. at that time. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys were out of it. There was a lot of fumbling around. But, you know, we got there in the end. It's part of it, isn't it? You, it is well, part of it. It's you part got playing at least, because when we arrived back, you were... You were on. Yeah, in full swing. In full yeah, swing. Happy so, days. And so it was that going. Uh, then I guess the second little mishap was when we had, uh, is, it, is it Gaza? The dancer. The break dancer. Um, so we have a break dancer who's come down and do, done a couple of events with us. So he was getting ready to start um, yeah. kind, of, kind of midway through my set. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of case of like fumbling around trying to get his tune loaded off the iTunes into the DJ software. Once we did that over about five minutes, me and Ash kind of looked up. Was like, right, let's go, let's get this guy started. Looked around, like, where's he gone? Somebody's like, oh, he's just gone to the toilet. So <laughs> just kind of go back into the mix, just for two, three minutes, and then it'll come back. Yeah, because so. I, I was sat upstairs. I, I came in, dropped my stuff upstairs, and there was just it just went silent for a second. I was just thinking, why? Why is it quiet? Like, what? What's just happened? Run downstairs, and then obviously it started off again. You said that you couldn't find the tune yeah. or something to put on for him. It's like, for God's sake, why? Yeah, but that was good. Man. The dancer, the dancer, because he brought his mate as well. I nailed forgot. It. Oh yeah, yeah, he had his mate his as well. Name. They nailed it. He nailed it. He yeah, he picked up. And to say, because when we arrived, Herb was quiet. Like I thought, with the rain that we'd had in a few days, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be. A quiet sort of gig yeah, we totally. just looked up from the decks after like worrying about everything and then it was just packed bam. house yeah it was packed house, man. yeah crazy um but yeah that done he was well he was doing more body popping stuff and it was class yeah it's pretty intense. i liked it well, I, yeah but that wasn't the end of it because after you played so it all quieted down i had to plug my mac in before coming in on my set because what was it the loops that had that you'd already saved yeah I've already saved songs. some loops yeah. so I could do my mixing and ready to go wouldn't work so I had to plug my Mac in get that working so there was just another sort of what five six seconds of silence as I pl- <laughs> plugged that in but after that there was no silence and it kicked off didn't it well there was one more bit of silence <laughs> there was one more bit of silence actually <laughs> quite a large bit yeah, of silence yeah if, if you've never been to a new jazz night and you enjoy silence like come down yeah apparently it. there's a lot of it but yeah it was so it was midway through Ash's set I, I believe and uh, I mate Will Secret Life of Will was getting ready to do a bit of live rap stuff and Ash was going full pelt packed house as soon as he plugs the microphone into the DJ controller all the sound goes all no explanation yeah, no cut sense, straight yeah. off so I think it just it just overloaded it, didn't it, or something? Uh, I don't I don't know what. Yeah, I think he might have just knocked it because there was another point when he he was plugging something in and he knocked the wires and we were just. just yeah, like, he's got the little no. converter on his USB. Either that or I don't know, like the heat from Will's bars just overloaded the system. Like you say, I don't. I um, I've got a recording of it, three minutes long, so it must have lasted like three minutes, oh, which is a long shit. time. Yeah, three minutes, that's a long like time. Wow, nothing. But no one was bothered. Like, no one was like, oh, where's the music? Everyone was just like, oh, fuck. Like, if anything, then, it builds attention. Yeah, and, builds, then the tension, attention and then when it. he dropped the track and it came in massive, everyone was bouncing. Yeah, it went like, there, 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 there was a roar, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's going on? Silence. This is your host, Carl Thomas. I'm joined today by Andy Porter. Aaron Carter, oh, yo! I'm like Arnie Pie eye in the sky right now. We're in the middle of a podcast, mate! How are you feeling about this amount of silence? Boy, he's got. Hey! Shh! 
If everyone just be quiet a second, everyone is actually going to be quiet right now. This is a very surreal moment inside a club when people are quiet. Lucy is on the bar, commanding silence. I'm not too sure what's going on. I feel like Will might be coming on, but... Excuse me. I'm saying props to Will as well for going in on some over some of those beats. Like he's going like full like oh, yeah. 130 BPM, like really hard hard stuff. Yeah. Kept the flow of the night yeah, like, yeah. amazingly well. Yeah, Will came down again to do another live set, and I've, I pushed you into jumping know, on it as well. Oh, yeah. I was just because he was he was giving it over the beats. I was just thinking I need some AK right now. Where <laughs> get AK on the mic? And I was just in Will's ear while he was spitting like pass Aaron the mic, <laughs> pass him the mic. Well, I just saw Will like wave me over, and I knew like exactly what he was gonna do. Yeah. He just puts the mic in my hand. You go, you go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's go. Oh yeah, you killed He's it though. One verse and then like passed it back. You killed <laughs> it. Done. It was so funny because the light went out next to uh, what we had next to the decks as Will oh, was setting yeah, yeah. up so it was just black complete uh, pitch dark is that the light that someone was swinging around yes yeah, I saw some somebody guy. fall into it at one point yeah. as well uh, yeah yeah. Some apologies guy. to her because we trashed the place <laughs> yeah, no, we, did, we didn't trash the place well yeah I was in my I was like fully blacked out because I wore a wool jacket into a very small and I thought I'm not wearing that all night so <laughs> I was completely in the black so I walked up to the guy I was like look mate this is your, f your first and final warning if you do that again I'm going to have to ask you to leave he didn't know that didn't work there you know <laughs> he was just like cheers mate cheers for the warning and that was it just go up and ask for like his ID next time or something yeah. <laughs> well, you're old enough to be in here mate um, but yeah fuck it as Will started I pulled out my phone put the light on him because I thought no one can see where you know no one can see that this is actually live rap put my phone light on, just started yeah. shelling it, and that was it. That I was, was awesome. the light. That was I was awesome. the lighting man. Just yeah, like, let's man. go. Got a good bit of video footage from that. I'll try and like chop it up and maybe put it online. Uh, I think there's a one already on the Instagram if people want to go check that out. But yeah, it looked sick. It was well was funny. Sick. Well funny. It got people going though. It turned into a bit of a like, grime den, didn't it? Yeah, totally, totally. Then uh, Harry kind of finished the night on some, uh, some, some big dirty tunes, a uh, bit of Skepta. He was like, playing like Beyonce, Diva. Yeah. crazy stuff crazy, yeah. crazy it was, stuff. like we were saying I think it's one of the best lineups we've had like sort the, of in, we were saying the running order the running order that was, was really it like, yeah. yeah it like really suited like Andy starting with just some like yeah, hip hop boom back 90 stuff. BPM yeah, yeah break beat and that kind of thing yeah but then he, he went into dance and then I took it into like electronic sort of dance and then Ash took over for a minute but he was a bit like because he went hard like, I looked up at one point and the, it was just going nuts when I was playing I was fucking vibing I was absolutely loving it and then Ash come over he was just like it shouldn't be this busy when we're your second on he was like can you believe it he was like this is crazy so he took it he took over from me and it was sort of the, it was that part of the night where now everyone was we've just had sort of like the good sort of dance bit everyone was ready to just get Booked. and he was putting Jamiroquai on and stuff like that and it was just so good it was class yeah popping off I guess well the other uh, chaotic thing about last night that we want to talk oh, about the coppers the coppers yeah. 5-0 5-0 was po, knocking po. on the door yeah yeah. We so we'd as the night gone on obviously the herb it just looked like max capacity did it, it just it, to me it was rammed more than max I think because like, there was so many people on the street and like you know it's kind of outside smoking and whatever a lot of glasses outside people just drinking spilling out into the road a little bit 
I think that was the problem where it wasn't really what was like going on inside the venue or anything. It was more the fact that there was just so many people piling out onto the street. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how many people they've got under their late license. Like how they can. We must have been well over. But Ash Ash was out there, weren't you? Because this was was this when Harry. I think Harry just started. Just gone on. Just started. Yeah. Because Ash was out chatting to the copper just uh, yeah. like say look mate trying to calm it down out. and all that he's like I've never had a fight with any of them at my night it's like no it's fine yeah and as he said that looking two people <laughs> in the doorway just to start ch- fighting for god's sake glasses getting smashed yeah the comedy timing of that was pretty brilliant well, to be honest he just well, finished saying well, there's never been any fights and you see this <laughs> but it, it was self sort of like policed anyway because I saw people in the club split them up and just be like whoa chill like it diffused pretty quickly it diffused so quick it didn't there was there was like one little scuffle and that was it Right, so it was, it's good back to normality because we don't want any of that in New Jazz that's not what we're about not at all no, no, no we're not such yeah. a good vibe yeah, not, yeah. Such don't, a be coming. Venue, like. don't be coming if you're looking for a fight you know what I mean yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't want you there exactly yeah it's all love no it was good that was a thing that uh, people were saying they were saying how nice diverse the audience was last night people from all ages were, were there just loving it like totally it was class yeah, yeah. it was class I think that's one of the good things that we've always had at the gigs um yeah, just really very crowd. Students often come down. You get a few kind of older heads. You get a few. Yeah, yeah. We're well, hopefully people travel from afar as well. Yeah, and this morning, uh, Lancaster Uni have been in touch with us to sort of sort out future events with them. I think they'll be doing one student night and then going on to the uni radio. I, don't, I can't remember what date yet or if we finalise the date, but uh, kind of to be confirmed. But yeah, uh, to be confirmed. But that's nice. Another little live podcast, maybe uh, live on the air. So. Yeah, and it's just been. I think. We'll be announcing properly the dates, but I think we've just sorted out residency with Herbarium from now on as well, haven't we? So I think we're going to be there once a month. I believe so, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll finalise kind of like when. Uh, the date. But, but yeah, that's good. Looking to be so, regular yeah. thing. So if you did come last night, get ready. That was just the start, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, it was class. Um, oh my God, that woman when I was playing my set, just, it just come to me. The woman, she looked at me and I'm, I'm DJing and I put the low pass filter on. So we're, go, we're getting that sort of sub bass going anyway. And she goes to me, she goes, it's well bassy. And she was stood next to the sub. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, it's because you stood next to where the, the bass is coming from in the club, you know? <laughs> oh, there was so... another woman as well. I wish Ash was here just so we could like corroborate because I don't think you guys will, uh, will have seen this, but as he was DJing this woman was kind of like coming around the side of the decks and kind of like pointing over and as people sometimes kind of do and she was kind of like uh, hovering near his Mac and his Mac's pretty new so he got a bit protective he's like oh you know kind of step away kind of thing next thing she comes up around the other side of the Mac so like the opposite side and the top of the screen and she like starts biting on it she put her she put her jaw over the top of the screen Ash was like mid-mixed looking absolutely like what on earth's going on so I just had to shoo her away I was like nah get out of here what? get out of here what are you doing <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing yeah Look, crazy it is Mac yeah what are you doing <laughs> Mac, fucking nice Mac Mac actually yeah, the colour of it I've not seen that it's sort nice. of dark it's, like it's awesome isn't it yeah it's well nice well nice great. really nice um, no USB ports though that's, 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 that's what put us over last well, night we right? that's last what time. Yeah. So we oh, right, yeah. what you yeah yeah, you yeah. crazy space age so last time we had to resort to a bit of uh, Billy Jean on Spotify just yeah. to kind of keep things going because well fully <laughs> yeah it's the problem with too much tech <coughs> Carl's just dying on his coffee yeah I'm just cho- I'm choking it's fine um so I, well I think I think if you did come last night as well the next vol's going to be my set from last night I think I'm going to record it, put it out in the next two weeks or something. 
so give us you, a little uh, teaser of any tracks that you're uh, yeah Cosmos Midnight Polarise that's that's the starting track and it's an absolute I remember that tune yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's nice. the one that uh, it once I heard it I thought this is the set like this is where I want this is I don't know I just nice got, little I got intro a vibe. I got a vibe from intro, it and I yeah. thought this is where we're going so yeah, like Sick. last night was probably the most fun I've had putting a set together, and it was yeah. I've been saying a couple of times. I think that was like your best set. Yeah, that I've ever played, yeah. So. I was yeah. buzzing when I came off. I was also absolutely smashed. <laughs> but, Again, yeah. thanks to the herb for the uh, free drinks. Yeah, oh, kept oh, us going. That was awesome. Little yeah, new jazz room. Yeah, yeah new oh. jazz room. I saw Carl coming over with like trays full, like a little waiter <laughs> every so often, just dishing well, them out while you're on the deck. So I was well, like, oh, this he is said this. to me, he was like, "You need to go and get glasses because they just ran out of glasses at the bar." <laughs> he was like, "Go and get some glasses, and we'll sort it for you." I was like, "Yeah, man, yeah." <laughs> little glasses run all around the room. Sick. Yeah, it was good. Um, what have you been listening to other than... Have you been listening to anything other lately? Other jazz? Uh, I'm trying to think what I mentioned last time and what I've been listening to since. So, Carter 5, still, yeah. still in rotation. Still yeah, I've still not started rotation. that. And I thought about trying to get on it before the podcast today so I could come with some insight, but I just let the ball drop. So, you've got nothing from me. What? Flipping it, Carl. Well, what have <laughs> you been listening to then? Um, a guy called Eerie. And he, I wrote him in little notes because there's absolutely nothing about him anywhere on the internet. And I found just a little bit in his Spotify and it's, he, it looks like he just does it for fun. And he's sort of like a lo-fi producer from Norway. And it's usually instrumental sort of. Well. And yeah, I've just been loving it. Like nice. proper loving it. I think you'd love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to Was send it. How's it spelled? Eerie. Double E-R-Y. Nice. Is it the kind yeah. of lo-fi hip-hop that you were playing a bit earlier? Yeah, was it, more? Yeah, it okay. was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's really good. He usually sort of samples sort of 1950s tunes and cuts like a little bit in. And it's just, yeah, it's just proper nice, proper nice. And it's, it's usually the artwork that goes with it. It's all that sort of vapor, it's not vapor wave, but it's sort of that aesthetic when you see it. And I'm just probably, yeah, I'm proper all over that. He's just released two two singles and it was a Bean... bean dot hurt or something okay but, but as we heard with anderson you never say the dot in these things <laughs> yeah. anymore you never say the dot the dot's uh, silent the dot's so i've been hurt uh, yeah and it's class so i've been listening to that and i'm like shamelessly well excited for the 1975 album that's about to, dro- to drop oh really yeah I've been proper for some reason i'm proper into them at the moment I'm that's interesting like, that's interesting yeah. i've never really listened to him but um i heard through the grapevine apparently one of the tracks on the album maybe one of the singles that's already out they sample jay diller on there. Oh really? Apparently the guy's like a super big fan. So oh, wow. oh, I've right. not heard it. I don't know if how if they're yeah. going like full hip hop. No, I've but... not. No, I've not heard that. So that's cool though. Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it comes out in the next few weeks. So awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I'm Anderson in it, but we'll talk about that in a bit, I guess. Yeah. Sweet. Have you heard um, Joey Perp? Guy from Chicago, rapper from. Like, I was kind of getting mixed up with Space Ghost Perp. Yeah, he's um, got the Perp in there, but Joey Perp. Joey Perp. So he's done stuff with Chance. And Vic Mensa. Oh, sweet. And he's got an album called uh, Quarter Thing. Quarter it's Thing? It's just come out and it's really good. There's a track with RZA that's like, I really like. Yeah. Same. But yeah, I've been checking that out. Um, and then have you heard Emancipator? No. Emancipator, I have heard like Emancipator. A, like chill, yeah, trip Yeah, very, very instrumental hip hop. Yeah. So it sounds similar to like, oh, right, what yeah, you'd like, just like proper. Yeah. He's got that album, yeah. like it's cold outside and it's dark. And yeah. And um, I just butchered that. It's cold and it's dark, something like that. It's cold. But, uh, yeah, Incredible album. Checking his stuff, like, yeah, no, yeah, cool. like easy listening just while I'm like. Yeah. He's a little like, have you ever listened to Blockhead as well? Yes. He does like, Aesop Rocks kind of beats and yeah. his albums are like very much that kind of like very ethereal, dark, instrumental hip hop, yeah. but very chill, very easy listening. So. Does it remind me, me of the um, DJ Shadow 
stuff. Yeah, just that totally. kind of like, the early stuff, the yeah. big boom bap and all that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, nice. I really wanted to put together this. We've been playing with the idea for a while, of, and I started showing you a few of my track listings, that new jazz come down playlist, like the uh, yeah. So I want to do the sort of the lo-fi vol soon for yeah for a little bit more days low like energy. this the, the Sunday morning when you're just recovering and you just need someone on in the background but you don't want to pay too much attention to it yeah. or have it take take totally, you anywhere. totally so, yeah yeah there's a lot nice. of space for that I feel like when we because we're doing nights so a lot of the uh, at least when I'm kind of practicing DJ and you know you're kind of at a certain energy level and you're really kind of you know trying to bring it you're imagining a crowd but there's a lot of space for that kind of stuff mm. and mixing that kind of stuff is fun as well you know you're kind of going like 70 bpm yeah really, really kind of slow and getting the intricacies of it it's fun that's it yeah i really i think on the next event i'll probably i might rob the first position because you had quite a bit of fun going first last night and I'm, i think i might do that and then maybe just cater a bit more towards this sort of yeah 70 bpm lo-fi just yeah man. just get into it vibe just yeah. chill it and then build it up before someone else goes in because you don't want you don't want to come in after that trying to go <laughs> 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 you know what i mean Oh, we're here. Welcome back to... Well, no, don't welcome back. Welcome to episode one of the after party of the podcast. We're back. We're with Harry Mills. How are you feeling about your set tonight? You ready? I think I'm ready, but I just dropped a drink, so maybe I need to calm down. No, he's so ready. He's so ready. Yeah, maybe I need to chill out. I was thinking that... I was thinking that when the dancers were dancing, I thought, oh, here he goes again. He goes again. Unbelievable. Paul, how did you find that set? Did you love it? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. On record, Carl's best set ever. Oh, there we go. No, I'm on about your set, not mine. Oh, my set? Yeah, my mum's yeah. alright, man. It was cool. Yeah, I loved your set. You came through, you came through the struggles. Should we uh, get into the games? Should yeah, we, let's do yeah. it. We've got a couple of games. Yeah. The, uh, the regular... Beef Talk Collab. Yeah, Beef Talk Collab, yeah. yeah went off last do you want to explain, time, explain the rules in case people... Yeah, right, so this is bit, what did we say? Snog, marry, ki- kill, yeah. not kiss. Yeah. Not never, kiss, never snog kiss, is a kiss. A snog is a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t-shirt, that. A snog <laughs> is a kiss. Um, so we pick three artists, and then off the list that I have here, ready, prepared, where I find it, and then we decide who we want to beef with, who we want to tour with, and who we want to collab with, and then we debate it. So let's pick we'll hash it out. one, James Blake, Chris Brown. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at Chris Brown. But, uh, and then Frank Ocean. I didn't want to pull him out. I thought he'd be in a better, I thought he'd yeah. be in a better list. But to, to be fair, you know what I mean? This James Blake and Frank seed. Oh, yeah, good so straight off the bat, I'm going to say beef with Chris Brown. There's a lot of dirt there to <laughs> There's get. A lot there. of There's dirt. a lot. You know the Rihanna scandal. You just can't. You know, well, not not the scandal. The clear evidence. The clear fuck, evidence. Fuck you, Chris Brown. Happened, We're coming man. for you. Totally, yeah. totally. It'd just be a revenge thing more yeah, than anything. You know what I mean? It's not coming. even like beef. It's just straight up. Yeah. Um, the tour and collab. With James Blake, Frank Ocean. Oh. oh I mean, yeah. Touring with Frank is what once every couple of years, if, yeah. If that, yeah. So like, yeah, if that, man, like, but it's gonna be huge. Every show sold out. Just it's Frank. People. Every show sold out. But I've also kind of heard that he's a bit of a diva when it comes to doing gigs and stuff, oh, like, really? like backstage and all that. So yeah, well, when we watched him at Park Life, he was what an hour really late, forty-five yeah. to an hour late, yeah. and I've heard rumours that that was he was just kind of backstage and playing up a little you know I'm refusing to go on because I've not had my demands met whatever Frank's demands might be but <laughs> what are those demands <laughs> what yeah, does knows, Frank man? want <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Blake would I tour with James probably I'd like to tour with James 
wouldn't say no yeah I feel like he's got cool band members apparently another one I've heard on the grapevine as well a lot of rumours coming out today but when Love those it. guys are on the tour bus and all that they've all got their own Macs and they're literally just playing like the most hardcore RPGs ever like World of Warcraft kind of and they're just getting well into it like, who is? super high level characters Frank, James Blake James Blake and his drummer alright they're just all guitarist, yeah they're just yes. like well on the RPGs play chess and all that yeah, yeah, chill guys. I can see it being like a sophisticated, yeah. sophisticated, sophisticated like, nerdy, World yeah. Warcraft, yeah. Like, like Dungeons Trade, and Dragons kind of stuff. Yeah. You know Trading mean? the level seventeen yeah. blade or something, whatever it is. <laughs> Ten minutes before a show. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind dungeon. of imagine Frank doing all that as well on tour, though. Yeah, you know? he's got to be into the game. I can totally oh, see games, like arcade he? machines on the yeah. tour bus and oh, stuff. Yeah. He, he must have a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you know, I'd be disappointed if he doesn't own it. Sampled PlayStation on. Channel Orange, uh, Channel right? Orange. Yeah, yeah. was intro, it not the first the first tune? The yeah, track, yeah, the, yeah, the PlayStation startup. What an iconic sound that is! Let's just oh, the, the, oh, the startup to a PlayStation. Is there anything that gets you more jacked? It's like let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Whatever it is, well good. I mean, I'd say the start to a GameCube. Arguably, get you oh, more jacked because that's, yeah, that's I, also iconic. Man. See, I wasn't Nintendo. We're just getting into the thing now. We're just we're going. Let's go. This is stumble through games coming out. Yeah, yeah. So. I wasn't Nintendo up until Switch and me and my mates Adam and Leroy we got into some heavy debates about the Switch like I was gonna I was ripping on it I remember these debates actually before was, it came out yeah and it was man, all kind of on the horizon it, and is it gonna be good what's it kind of going for is it a handheld is it a console yeah because I just didn't see it no and I don't think many people did and if you did fuck you because you're lying because <laughs> <laughs> they, they just the Wii U was such a flop so like it was so uh, bad uh but good games on it, like, because they're now doing, like, rebringing them out for Switch and doing the deluxe editions, and all of them are class. Great games. Like, I put so many hours into Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. But yeah, totally. Well, that's it. So, like, testament to when you were having those arguments before, you look back now. Yeah, look back now. I think I, I, the moment I saw Mario, I, I bought it just the limited Straight edition Mario. That. Let's go. I'm in. Shout out to Breath of the Wild, one of the best games out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, this isn't a gaming podcast, though. This is <laughs> this is beef talk collab. This is this is beef, beef talk collab. This is this is a game within a podcast. Game within a podcast. And so, we were talking about Frank. So so what what do we say? So we, are we all agreed? Uh, beef Chris Brown. Beef Chris Brown. Beef Chris Chris deserves Brown. it. He beef with Chris Brown. He deserves a bit of a beating. Right, See you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he a bit of a beat, a bit of a kicking. Yeah. Fuck you, Chris. Um, you see Drake just brought him on stage. Like, yeah, he was in uh, LA or something, yeah. right? Apparently they squashed the beef. Yeah. I didn't even know they had beef in the first no, place. No, I assume it just came from the Rihanna thing. Nah, yeah, I think they did have beef. Yeah, from, yeah, from Rihanna. And also, hold the phone, Frank and Chris Brown had beef, right? Do you remember when he beat oh, him up yeah, in the car park? Oh yeah, when was that in the car park? Back in like, just after hit? Channel Orange, right? Was that Frank hit Chris? Did Frank hit Chris, but apparently so it was Chris Brown and all his entourage was coming up to Frank and using like homophobic slurs. Because it was no. just about it. That's what I've heard. Fuck, That's I didn't what I've know heard. that. So Frank just came all in and was like, don't step too, man. And yeah. yeah, fucking right. Yeah. The rest is history. Let's go, Frank. So that one's already decided. Frank's done yeah. the beef for oh, us, man. See, like, see, so see, we collab with yeah, Frank. Yeah, we, we collab with Frank to beef, to beef yeah. on Frank. Oh my God, it's team perfect. Up, man. Team up. It's perfect. So we're like going that. on tour with James Blake and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm fancy. That's what it is. I've not heard much of James Blake lately. I don't know what he's on. I don't know. Quiet, man. It's quiet, like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, working on the new album. He did put out a tune 
after yeah, that single. Um, it was the super so trippy the, one. The, the car, the car beside you. Yeah, yeah, but there, yeah, there was one after incredible. that, wasn't it? Which had the uh, oh, uh, iPhone sort of picture. Yeah, don't miss it. Where, where he's typing the lyrics yeah. for the video. Yeah. Oh, oh, is there a video? I didn't even know. Is that the one I, I with thought, the iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen it on Spotify, and it was a picture of. Oh yeah, yeah. so things. so the video, the concept of the video is it's the note screen on an iPhone that's been recorded, and he's typing out the lyrics, and oh, right. kind of, as the song kind of goes on. That's class. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Apparently, it took him like fifty goals to get it right, like time and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's class. Yeah, good tune though. Good tune. Yeah. Right for that album, whenever that comes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was a that was a short beef talk, but but I just want to keep going. So, yeah, it's a good little game. That was a little yeah, it's a short one. But we, we had the consensus on that. It was good. Sometimes you just know, don't you? you know? Yeah, fuck. But saying Frank. that, I do, I do want a bit tall with Frank. I would like to spend that time. You know what I mean? Spend that time with Frank. Just get out there. Who is this guy? Because he's yeah, a myth. I want to see what he gets up to. What does what he are get these up demands? To? What are these demands? <laughs> well, fully. Um, I don't. I also, I don't know what. Yeah, no. I talk. Yeah. Never mind, I'm just I'm so fucking I'm hungover, man. If you're with us, you're with us. That's this it. is where the little intermission music comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like well, slice it, slice it, yeah. I'll fill the gaps. There'll be no gaps. There'll be no gaps. Of me going, yeah. Mm, yeah, nice. Well, yeah. yeah. Tall. <laughs> mm. Never mind. So on this episode, we've got an actual sponsor. So Ellie's Vegan Belly, uh, loads of vegan recipes and yeah, it's just vegan food, good treats. Uh, get her on Instagram. There's always a uh, little description of how she cooks the food underneath. Yeah, um, just like little tips and advice yeah. and recipe yeah. hacks and yeah. stuff. We've got some cookies. And here, she so sent I, in. Have you, have you got a cookie, Aaron? I'm getting rid of cookie. Ellie has sent in some vegan treats. This little, little star, star shape, star go. boy. Mm. Weekend up in here. It's soft, man. Really good. Mm. Looking well, well good, mate. Get on these. Crack cookies. Let's go. <laughs> just want loads of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're also on all the podcast platforms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've just made it onto uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Waiting wait to hear back off Spotify. These Overcast. cookies are well good. Really we're, pr- good. we're pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast now. <laughs> you can li- listen to us eat some cookies. <laughs> and yeah, go check out Ellie's Vegan Belly. Yeah. These cookies are awesome. Yeah. Right, Aaron, have you got some games for us this month? I've got some games. You've got some games. Aaron's some game of the week. Weeks. Let's go. No, well, we're going to... What should we get into? Should we do New Jazz Urban Legends? Yeah, yeah I don't know what this is. Halloween mm. episode, have we done that? Have we, yeah, I think we said it. But, well, this isn't. No, we right, no you know, said I said it was October. If you want to know the date and time, listen to the New Jazz podcast. Yeah, this is what we give you. It'll be wrong because you, we're pre-recording. But um, all right, yeah, it's October, which means Halloween's coming up. Which means we're about to get paranoid, a bit scary. It's getting uh, yeah, because I made the ghost scary. sound. Ooh. Oh yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Did. so it makes sense. <laughs> Look at that. In preparation for this, Aaron's gone and into the into the studio and pulled up some. Uh, well, not into the studio, into the the crypts. He's gone into the it's like the archives. Yeah, the archives. Like He's gone into the caves. He's gone looking in Frankenstein's castle. Bit of tomb raiding. Yeah, looking for any myths or legends. 
or conspiracies about artists for us today. And I thought, go on, Alan. Have you heard the theory that around 2010, Nicki Minaj totally like disappeared off the face of the earth no, and the Nicky we see today is, different. is a different I love these Nikki. I love I that love so I've heard the one that same thing but for Miley Cyrus right so and that it's a different Miley Cyrus that's walking around yeah. Avril Lavigne as well yeah I've not heard like, it with Nicky though is there any got, kind of like yeah evidence? you've got the obvious uh, appearance change you know mm-hmm. yeah. she went from just being like have you seen this have you, seen in, your, like, in your research have you seen the yeah, pictures and I thought I pull up pictures like before and after kind of thing yeah and there's almost like there's a style went different she went the kind of like gaga crazy colorful yeah but like features change she looks different vocal delivery changes a little bit and there's just like there's some there's some theories so where where i'm going with it is there's another theory that her new verses are not obviously nikki rapping but it's jay-z rapping and pitched up what so i'm gonna play something oh my oh, wow. god like okay. you're blowing my mind pitched okay i'm ready. down right and you see if there's any so this resemblance is a nikki verse pitched down this is a nikki a new like a post 2010 nikki verse pitched down and you see if it sounds like uh oh, jay-z doing right I'm, I'm i'm feeling a bit paranoid boys i am i am i'm ready Oh shit! That's just Jay Z, right? But that what? is that is crazy! Oh my god, that's just Jay Z. It's so that's like his delivery. His so what are people like, saying it, that pretty much every Nicki verse since 2010? Yeah, just because that's like when Jay Z's kind of output dipped as well, right? Like that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So could be something to this. So, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. There's too so much then, to unpack. So then who is the Nicki Minaj that we see going out there? It's just a model. Just a model. Just a model. Just someone who's trained to like mime and, and play along Keep with it. So, just, so like, she's like going performances out. are just mime. Just Because I mean, yeah. she'd probably lip sync anyway, right? But yeah, the whole yeah. thing is they're just going out and doing what? Do you want to hear it again? Let's like... Yeah, let's go. That, that is that is it like I'd love to see Jay-Z recording this verse <laughs> but now nah, that's crazy man he said she does sound like him there doesn't she like the same yeah, yeah well you know, he sound, he like, sound like her yeah well, so i mean what if we took that in the other direction right what if there was somebody could argue that since 2010 the jay-z that we know is no longer there and every and jay-z verse every jay-z <laughs> verse has been pitched down <laughs> <laughs> We want to look into this man. There's stuff going on. <laughs> I'm gonna have that. How did I not have that audio clip ready? To like, so this funny. is Jay Z pitched up. For fuck's sake. Yeah, Monster was just the same person. That entire song yeah. was just the same. <laughs> Whether it was Jay Z or Nicki, it's just that one guy. 
That's class. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's that I don't, one. It's, that's it's, a, it's obviously less like, no, come on, not. But that sounds like the Jay-Z. Audio, you know yeah, what I mean? The yeah, audio, the audio is just like. It. The theory's a bit out there, but the audio makes you think, oh, that's. It like, could be. That's, could yeah, be. Yeah, there's that to one. It. Have you heard the one about Britney Spears? No. About her being pitched up. All her songs are yes, pitched up yeah. because, like, this. I'm going to butcher it because I've not got it. But apparently, when she was younger, she had a really sort of deep gospel voice, and and then all of a sudden she becomes sort of famous, and then it's like an octave higher, you know. And you're just like, what? Like, what? How's that going on? So if you pitch it down, it sounds more like what you'd imagine. Like and a then, natural kind of voice. Yeah, yeah. natural voice. And then people have done it with her old clips. Of when she is singing naturally, and it just sounds like the Britney we know now. Yeah, know today, that's crazy. Yeah, I have seen clips like where she's singing live, and you could, there's certain um, elements in the audio you can hear. It sounds like it's been pitched the up. The manipulation. Yeah, there's manipulation because right, you right, can right. hear that's pitched up. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. Whatever, so there's. But that's sort of a See, sound, isn't it? That sort of yeah. auto tune yeah. manipulated. This is getting vocal. me paranoid now, though. I'm kind of thinking, what other artists have I been listening to oh, the, the entire Lord, time? It's it. not their real voice. This is I mean? it. Wow, but yeah, that, was, that was pretty scary for a Halloween special. Uh, <laughs> I'm paranoid now. What? <laughs> what else have we got? Do in you this? Know the next yeah, one, right? okay, let's go. So, do you know the Eminem song '97 Bonnie and Clyde"? Oh yeah. Do yeah. you know it? Yeah, yeah. Slim Shady yeah. LP. Um, basically, a super graphic song about Eminem murdering his wife. Uh, like while he's rapping the story to his daughter, it's very like creepy but the way he delivers it is obviously like quite upbeat yeah, and comical, comical yeah. very Eminem um, well in 2001 a female singer covered the song but she delivered it in a way that um, was just very soft spoken and she says that she's like telling the story from the wife's perspective who's in like oh, wow. same oh, lyrics yeah, yeah. but like her delivery is from the female yeah. side right, of yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. and I just want to play you the clip and yeah, you tell me what you think. So she's called Tori Amos. This is... I'm into this now. We're well in. Baby, your dad loves you. And I'm always gonna be here for you, no matter what happens. You're all I got in this world. I'd never give you up for nothing. Nobody in this world is ever going to keep you from me. I love you. Come on, hey, we're going to the beach. Grab a couple of toys and let Dana strap you in the car seat. Where's Mama? She's taking a little nap in the Cherry, It's chilly, It's chilly in here. It's creepy, man. Very creepy. And like, same lyrics, same puts it in a whole different. Totally. A genius concept, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to reverse it. That's sick. 
it, I, it, when well, I started hearing it, I remember the track, and I remember being when I was younger and listening to it, thinking, I "Shouldn't be listening to this." You remember that when yeah. you were a kid, just like, "Well, shouldn't be listening to this," and like, not knowing that much about because you're young, aren't you? And I was course, just thinking. Yeah. Is he fucking crazy or what? Like, is it what is yeah. this? How real is this? Yeah. Kind of thing? yeah, yeah. Well, that gives it the whole different dimension yeah. to it, right? That makes it a whole lot more like real. a horror film. Yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's well scary. The, like, it's... the dissonance, it's just like, oh, it's so spooky it's up in here creepy. right now, boys. Yeah, getting the chills. Fucking hell. Yeah, well, I want more. What have you? <laughs> yeah, we've got any more. Is this? Is yeah, it? Just is got sick. loads here. I've got two more. I got two more. Two more. Okay, let's go. Oh. I like a cake. I like a cake. <laughs> like a cake. Like a cake. <laughs> like, a cake. <laughs> like a kid reaching for more cake. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Always. Let's go. Okay. You know the late, great David Bowie? Yeah, of course. Okay. You know the song Starman? Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. You know the lyrics of the chorus? Yeah. They go, there's a Starman waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us. But he thinks he'd blow our minds. Oh yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Great lyric. There's a theory going round that that lyric was kind of like a prophecy for one of the greatest artists of like our generation to come, and the star man in the lyric is referring to Kanye West. Right. Okay? So right. Just bear with oh, me. Bear right. with okay. me. Okay. okay. So right. let's All start right. with the basics. You know. David Bowie, arguably the greatest artist of his generation. Sure. Kanye, arguably greatest artist of our generation. Um, the line alone, he thinks he'd blow our minds. So very something Kanye yeah. would come out with. Yeah. Um, the do you know the album that Starman is on? It's called um, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. So the album was released in June 1972. Right. The opening track of the album is called five years right so five years almost five years to the date of the album coming out june 1977 kanye west was born okay <laughs> first piece you of evidence here. i love it you heard it here. first piece it. of evidence right okay um now are you familiar with the album cover of I'm, the rise and fall i can picture it okay yeah. do you want a little quick oh, we, can link, we can link we can link to the stuff but, yeah but do you want a little uh All right. K West. K West. K West on the signage. What's, what's prominent oh. in the centre of the screen? Yeah, in the in the centre of the screen, Bowie stood underneath a sign that says K dot West. What is that? What That's, is that? So you know, it's just a theory. Oh, just I love theory, it. But it's like I love it. A couple, uh, a couple things. Prophecies, yeah. man. It was foretold. It was foretold. Yeah. Kanye was always gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie knew. David Bowie knew. Yeah, that's scary. Just that what? Yeah, that that's weird, isn't it? It's a big, <laughs> big. That's weird, isn't it? Like that's all I can say to that. Yeah, is that's weird. Like, weird, man. You know, yeah. five years. Like you said, he was to born. The day, almost to the day. Do we know the what the significance of the K West is? I think if it there's was, any um, kind of other relation. Or, trying to think, like Key West. Sign, you know, or I think um, something West. Either, yeah, the sh just literally a street, street sign. Street, street yeah, name, street something. Sign. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's where I go with that oh, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just got to put that out there on the table, haven't you, and just see what happens. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? It could be. Could be. 
Okay, yes. and this one, um, next one's a real, real story. Um, do you know the rapper Christbearer? He's got like an underground rapper. No. Um, he was in a group called North Star, and they were signed by Wu Tang. All right. He's done tracks with them. Um, well, in 2014, Christbearer was partying in a house in Hollywood, and he was drinking, took some PCP. Yeah. Ended up climbing to the second floor of the building. Took out, and this is super graphic, so you might, if you're not, oh, uh, okay. if you're not, uh, if you're not into that, you might want to yeah. uh, close your ears, skip ahead. So, take some PCP, goes to the roof, takes out a steak knife, and mm. just slices. Ooh, it's done. Penis. Oh, 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 I didn't expect what? that. Penis and just genitals, just like. Oh, I did just not. Just for it. Um, still stood on the roof. Oh, Police are like. Get down, need to talk yeah. to you, and he just jumps. Oh, what? Shit. That's a real story. That's a real, real story. He survives. Jesus. So he survives, and um, and yeah, unable to reattach. You know, yeah, of he's course, now yeah. without. And yeah, he's done interviews since, like explaining it. And what was the just like super, um, just not in a good place. You yeah, know? Just and, not, yeah. And and he says he had um, he was going through some like family issues, and he it was. An attempted DIY vasectomy that just like oh, right. just in that state he just like oh right just yeah. went for it. don't want any more kids right just, wow oh right wow took so, it upon himself man it's just like a super yeah, gross story yeah yeah dark that's dark <laughs> that's PCP for you man oh, I know if that's not like an anti-drug campaign yeah. I don't know why the whole thing Kendrick Lamar almost died on PCP right Really? What is PCP? I don't know if, if I know that well. Like, so I, it's kind of like a strain of weed, right? But uh, they, they mix it in with some kind of hallucinogenic. Yeah, I think it's like... So um, it, you're supposed to get like mad, mad vivid hallucinations. All right. Um, <clears throat> but so the story goes, that the kind of the reasoning behind the title, Good Kid, Mad City, was that Kendrick Lamar has always been kind of teetotal, doesn't do drugs, nothing like that. But the one time that he did, and when he was like 16, 17 in Compton, he thought that he was just getting a blunt filled with weed oh right yeah. somebody had laced it with PCP so oh, Kendrick shit. goes hard on this blunt not knowing what to expect PCP goes over the edge apparently he's foaming at the mouth almost died managed to come back oh. but from that he kind of had this you know born again kind of identity wow. and the whole good kid mad city mad M-A-A-D stands for my angels on angel dust oh. angel dust is another word for PCP yeah. All right. so the whole thing is this kind of like shit. anti-drug this is the city this is what goes on kind of thing you know And yes, so you say that other guy was in Hollywood as well when yeah he did it, Hollywood so. wow mm. yeah and he says he doesn't regret it which I find, I find <laughs> well, like, hard to believe stands, right? he stands Stand by, by just saying no he doesn't regret it um, wow I'm pretty sure I would regret. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> that was actually yeah, it's a that... night that you'd rather didn't happen. You <laughs> yeah. <think>? like, wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm feeling spooky now, so, man. Yeah, I'm feeling was, so uh, spooky, man. I feel it in my stomach. That was New Jazz Urban Legend. Yeah, there we go. Chills. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to wait till next year for more, but I think I'm better because... <laughs> Scary. scary. I want to look into the Jay Z and Nicki Minaj thing, man. I want yeah, to that was that. Yeah, that's great. That I'm still thinking about that Eminem tune, though. Yeah, that'll yeah, haunt you. Yeah, yeah. that will haunt you. Yeah, I was listening it to did it when I was younger. I told you. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. No, I was listening to that version, the Tori Amos version, like late in my headphones, oh, and no. it's, it's creepy. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, for what you've been going through to find these stories. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the sort of scariest film you've? If you, are you scared? Like, if, should we put them? I don't know if you want to put them on the internet because everyone will start piling your inboxes with your worst fears. But <laughs> have you, what have you got? Anything that just absolutely freaks you out? Like a worst like, fear? Yeah, just like you know, if you people have like clowns and that, don't they? Mine. Everyone knows already. Freddy Krueger, man. Freddy, get, Freddy away, Kruger. get away from me. Get away from me. It is because when I was younger, in between moving houses, we lived in like this flat. Uh, and I walked in one night. My dad was watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It must have been about five or something, you know, and it just freaked me out. Like to the point where, where um, VH, VHS tapes and stuff, because he, my dad loved horror and sci-fi. He had aliens and stuff. And I couldn't even like look at, uh, videotape boxes without without just freaking really? out. I'm not that bad now. Like <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> not that bad now. Still get a little chills when you see yeah, a VHS. Still get paranoid every now and then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, no, that's crazy. Justified no... though, if you see that when you're five years old. Yeah, man, stick like, with you. obviously he was watching it at night, and I just woke up and just stumbled into the front room or whatever. You know, as you like, do. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching Terminator Two when I was in a caravan on holiday with my dad, and I must have been like eight or nine years old. And you remember the bit where. The is it T1000 and T2000? The one that's made out of like liquid metal. Um, some guy's like in his house, he's having like a drink of milk from the cart and he comes up behind him with a finger and that turns into the big blade that goes through the back of his neck. Do you remember that bit? No, I don't and know. And it kind of like goes through the milk carton All as right. he's drinking it. So graphic. And I remember watching that when I was like eight years old and thinking that's sick. But man, that must have fucked me up. <laughs> oh my God. You're scared that people yeah. are going to come over here with this blade finger. Have you got anything? Um, I watched one recently. I never ever watch horrors, no. um, and I don't know why I decided to watch one. If you, Creep, have you seen it? No. Which one's Netflix Creep? Creep. It's I like so. I can't tell if it's super low budget or just that's the style. Yeah, but it's, it's all, like an independent. It's style, all yeah. shot from handheld. Oh, right. Like it's meant okay. to be handheld, kind of like Blair Witchy style. But the premise is um, the guy's uh, a filmmaker, like YouTuber style filmmaker, yeah. and he gets hired to go follow this guy around with his camera so um to make like him a a, a vlog style video yeah. um and the guy obviously lives way out in the middle of nowhere and you're seeing it all from this guy's video and it just gets like super super weird but what i found terrifying about it the 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 main character's called aaron oh so shit. not only are you like already invested <laughs> you're like in what's my guy gonna do <laughs> but the whole thing obviously being shot from first person camera so he's looking at the camera, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. calling the guy Aaron, <laughs> jumping out like he's just oh, like, yeah. I was just in it. So <laughs> cool. I was like, in it. Yeah. And it was terrible. Like, it's yeah, good film, it's good film. Got it's got like you. some good plot twists and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't know why I chose that. And it was no. Extra weird. person. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. No, I've not watched it. Yeah, last, last horror I watched, it, I was at work and the guy wanted to watch it. But... Um, but it was just gore and I don't do gore like I just can't yeah. to me just, that's not horror that's, no, that's a different it's just, genre it's just like I'm just not about it like this it was um, Maniac it was Elijah Wood it was like a, I think it's a, is it Maniac is it called Maniac that's, that's the series isn't it right With Emma Stone and no that's, that's new no yeah, yeah that's, that's new on Netflix no this is a film I'm sure it's called Maniac or something but it was a, Elijah Wood and he plays plays a, like a a maniac in it. I mean, I don't know. That's like pretty much all he does. But it's just—it's all. Oh, that's it. It's all set first person. Another one of the sort of thing. It's all from his perspective, and he is a man. He makes mannequins or something like that. But he's going around killing women and taking off their head and the hair to put on these mannequin dolls. And he makes the dolls that he's the the women that he's just. It's just fucking. 
He just won't yeah. <laughs> Just he's not. Yeah, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Like say the the gr- gruesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. stuff that could be real. Yeah, like, there was nothing weird about this creep. Like it could genuinely. Yeah, happen. yeah, you know, happen, like, yeah, yeah. Nothing surreal but, about it. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking, too close to the bone. Yeah, yeah. don't watch that film. <laughs> no, don't watch it. <laughs> don't bother with it. Don't. Yeah. Should we? Uh, I'm, let's get away from the scary stuff. Yeah. I, I Should we take a bit more lighthearted? Yeah, because yeah, I'm giving me chills. As you've probably heard, I've been stumbling my way through many words and <laughs> called myself cake or just shouted out cake before. We're hungover <laughs> and I don't want to stay nasty vibes for any longer. Um, let's talk about Anderson. That's what we got, Anderson Park. Right? Right? This morning, Anderson Park, man of the yeah, hour. Anderson Park, man of the hour, man of the year, man of the decade. What, maybe, of, yeah, maybe. Like, well, I've got his timeline it. here. We've. Carl's written out his own little Wikipedia page for Anderson Yeah, Pack, pretty by much. The way. Pretty much. Because you've got to be prepared, aren't you? If you're going to speak to the people. No, true, true. So um, I want you to like educate me. Educate yeah, because yeah, you don't know too much. You know of him, don't you? Yeah, but, no, I've um, heard the singles and yeah, I, like I think I was quite late. You guys had heard him. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, he was actually... Well, let's, let's do that first. Like, Where, where did you hear... Where, where we all heard Anderson? For me, you sent me Suede. Suede, the No Worries, the no worries. NX Worries as we like to call yeah. it, but No Worries, him and the uh, producer Knowledge from yeah. LA, little collab yeah. So. yeah, and that just set it off for me. That yeah. that was the first song, like rap tune in a while that I'd like, just listened to so much so much that I know every every word now. And, like, I just, when yeah, it's totally. on, I just can't help but Yeah, I think we, the version that I sent you as well was when they're doing it live in that studio, Yeah, in right? the studio. And, the, and the, Knowledge has just got the biggest blunt you've ever seen. <laughs> He's just there on the MPC, and then Anderson's got like a little straight whiskey and the clinking glasses and stuff, and it just looks baller, man. It's It's such a vibe. And funnily enough, that is what got him mostly out there because, right, so let's go into it. That's kind of one of his biggest Yeah, so I've got it here. So Anderson Park, born Brandon Anderson Park. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Anderson. So what's Anderson? his name? Brandon. No, 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 it's not. It's not. <laughs> what's his name? Let's start again. Edit it out. Can edit it out. Right. Born. <laughs> I brought it wrong. I brought it wrong. He was born Brandon Pack Anderson. Oh, so Anderson's his last name. Yeah. Brandon Anderson. Yeah. Brandon. Brand, Brandon. Brandison. <laughs> Who knows? Brandon Hitler. This is much more difficult now like, than I expected. Oh. All right. But yeah, anyway. Released his debut album, OBE Volume One, in 2012 under the name Breezy Lovejoy. Breezy Lovejoy. <laughs> it's taken a minute for Breezy Lovejoy because what's Breezy that about? Lovejoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he said that he he chose it just to, to get girls. He thought that the girls would like it when he, like you know, it. he was young. It was in high school. We were watching that interview and the, the interview was like, "Did the girls like it?" He's like, "Hell no, man." <laughs> no, they didn't, no, like, they didn't like it. No, they didn't like it. But then after that, in 2014 put out his first album under the name Anderson Pack, uh, Venice, which are two singles, Drugs and Miss Right. But I had never heard any of that up until hearing his later album, Malibu. But anyway, let's so go that's back. that's kind of when he hit the mainstream, right? Yeah, yeah. And But for Venice, he said that he wanted to change to Anderson Pack from Breezy Lovejoy because he wanted a more work ethic. And he says that because if you see it, wrote out anywhere it's got Anderson dot pack but you don't ever say the dot he says you never say the dot but he says that he puts the dot in there to sort of like teach him it's the little things or something yeah he said because uh, well one of the interesting things I found from the interview that we were watching that when he kind of changed himself around as well as changing his name 
is that he started to take music as a very religious day job kind of thing. So wake up early, you know, hit the grind and all that. And the dot kind of signifies the good work ethic. Yeah. Keeping it going every day. Yeah, of like, course. I love that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but then Suede comes out with no worries, like we are saying. So this is like 2015? Yeah, this was February 2015. And this is what gets him to meet Dre. And this is when it starts picking up. Because um, then he worked on six tracks on Drake's Compton album, which I've, I still, because it was on... Apple Music Apple Music only I've, I've, yeah I've yeah. still not heard I've, I've, like it's you when it's you awesome, play these yeah. bits on it and I'm just like what I need to buy it just need to it's crazy there's quite a bit of Kendrick on there as well I think Kendrick's on a couple of tunes uh, Eminem features you've got Ice Cube it's the usual kind of like Dr. Dre kind yeah. of roster but current kind of energy in music and yeah, yeah, great album. Underrated because it's not as widely available as it should be. Yeah, apparently Dre played um, Suede, the tune. Do you, do you know the one? He says, yes, lad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> played that on repeat for about six or seven times. Serious? Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah, just like put it on again. And he said that he likes the pain in Anderson's voice, didn't he? There's something like that. Because... He says that he can just tell the trouble. Like, you can tell that he's got stories behind him and stuff, which you can. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a great voice. Yeah, like, it's, awesome. it's so, and, and you, you can you know it's him so instantly, don't you? Like if you hear a track yeah. of Anderson, you're like, oh, that's Anderson. Recognizable, yeah, totally. Yeah, so he works on that in uh, six tracks. So, so that came out in February. So he came out in February. Then in August, Compton releases, and then in January, Malibu releases and he releases four singles off that which are all absolute bangers come down am i wrong room in here which featured game and what was the other one the carry season, season carry yeah, me season yeah. carry me which is the one with schoolboy q um that's on that album right is it is that not is it season season carry me uh, yeah i think it is seasons yeah because yeah, am i you. wrong and not am i wrong room in here has game on it game. and that was the first time I'd heard game in a while in ages man yeah it was funny as well in the interviews when they talk about like being in the studio sessions with all these uh, different artists you know Dr. Dre and all that and he says like, what was it like being in the studio with game and he's like yeah you're just in there with him and like 20 other gang members <laughs> <laughs> all the boys are yeah on. the guy still takes it so seriously <laughs> and I don't know like what that would be like if anyone knows me I make music myself and sing and dabble in bits but I don't know when people say this like oh we got in the studio and there's just a gang of people there. I just don't know if I'd be able to write like that. Like, Aaron, when we write together, it's just, it just it's, a lot of, it's a lot of just sitting around yeah. isn't it? and just sort of just hashing out ideas. Yeah. I guess you do that there, but... And no, yeah, I always say, when you see yeah, footage of like, um, yeah, like beat makers or producers working and then there's just people sat on the phones, you know, like behind. Yeah. Just like, yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Just hanging yeah. out, man. Yeah. That's it, yeah, just hanging out like... Yeah, well, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it. Imagine getting the call like off Dre or Dre's just heard your tune. He's just had it on repeat loads. You've got to come in and work. You're going to work on his next album with him. And you're just thinking, oh my God, what happens if I'm, I'm on an off day? Like, yeah. I suppose that's just, you've just got to... You've got to rise to it, right? got to yeah. rise to it. You've got to know your craft. You only get one shot. Yeah. One opportunity. opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Spit it, Andy. Spit it. <laughs> um, but... Malibu came out and that's where he's really started to off Suede and Malibu because I don't think people really rate Venice as much. I think I do now it, as an Anderson pack, but uh, it's an Anderson interesting fan. album. It's an interesting album. I like because I, I feel like one of the kind of defining things, if you can define it about Anderson pack, is he just kind of goes cross genre all the time. Yeah. Every track kind of different. And Venice kind of has that, but there's no. 
I don't know, kind of overall personality. So you no. literally get one tune that's very kind of electronic and big yeah. trappies, one tune that's kind of like jazz grooves, and there's no unifying... For me, it sound. feels dated as well now. Like Listening, listening back, you can tell it's like that 2014 sort of vibe. And mm-hmm. the, you know, just... And it, we're still in the early days of sort of figuring sort of this new wave of synth, I think, in, yeah. in hip-hop. Uh-huh. And then beats. And you like listening back, you're just like... Yeah, there, there are some tunes which are class, but there are some which are just like if you played, if you brought this out now, you just it yeah. just you just flop. It's, it's very kind of of its time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but they said with Malibu, people were saying he mixes the grit of the '90s hip hop with '60s soul, and I thought that was a really That's nice. nice. It's it, a good yeah, it's a really good Great description. description yeah. uh, um, I love Malibu. So the, we were talking. Malibu came out 2016, right? 2016. Because then also the same year, you've got the No Worries album. Yeah, No Worries. Yeah, No Worries. Yes, Lord came out in October. So that yeah, so it was January and October. October. Yeah. Nice. So look at that spooky October again. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> conspiracies. Yeah, conspiracies. Oh, was it all meant? <laughs> Standing underneath a sign with K West. Was it? Was it? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but that had swayed on it. Link up like like this. Well, good tunes. Oh yeah, tunes. Like, I don't. I went back and forth with which did, I, and I think we said it because if you heard the knowledge, uh, the no worries, which yeah. is him and yeah, well, you, you showed me I, that. Yeah, I, I think, think was, I sent you that. That was my introduction to Anderson and the was it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. so. I, I think it's the production of that because that is that sort of lo-fi hip hop beat, and I was just like, yeah, this is like proper class. Yeah. Um, and I yeah went back and forth with which is my favorite album of those of like is it Malibu or is it. Is it no, no worries? worries? Yeah, no. totally. Well, like we say, that's the thing that Venice had missing, right? Is just the big personality behind the tracks and the album itself. And to have those two albums come out in the same year, they're so distinctive, but they get all of Anderson Pack's right skills. Yeah. Because yeah. he's such a good vocalist yeah. as well as a rapper. So like, I throw it out as well. One of the, well, the first time that I heard him was on uh, John Wayne had an EP in 2015. Uh, and there's a track on there called Greenlight and Anderson Pack's featuring and he's doing a very kind of sing-song kind of rap in the same way somebody like Chance oh, the Rapper. I think you sent me this once. Yeah, you did yeah, send me this. Yeah, very kind of Chance the Rapper kind of, you know, big cadence, up and down, but also bars and like really good lyrics and it just caught me straight away. Yeah. So I knew from then. But yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of skills and he's a drummer as well. He's primarily say, a drummer. Yeah, I was going to say, Jeff, to know what age he started. Well, he was a gospel drummer, weren't he? We found out and yeah. I found out that he also... Uh, started drumming for an artist in so yeah we found it like I'm jumping about the place but <laughs> so excited isn't he because like, if you could see Carl's face he is like a kid on Christmas he just gets the like, yeah because he, he, he set me off and then all these things that are coming through um, yeah so he was a gospel drummer left that because he, he had met his first wife yeah, who also was in the church with him. Yeah. That he drummed for. And yeah. He was in the gospel. But she said that they ha- it was either music or them. And he just was just like, right, well, it's it's the it's music. music. <laughs> I'm out. Respect for that one. Yeah. So, th- so that broke off. And then he ended up selling weed or trimming weed. Trimming weed, in, he said, yeah. Yeah. For, uh, legally, like uh, somewhere, he says. Uh, trimming weed for ages. Getting loads of money. Moving in with his sister and like f- sort of forgetting about music and drumming for a bit even though he just left his wife to go and, go, go and <laughs> pursue it um, and then so got loads of money his sister put up his rent or something then he lost his job spent all his money and became homeless for a bit and that's when he was sort of south um, sofa surfing and he, he was the guy who he said that picked him up because he was an artist should have wrote it down 
One of his friends. Yeah, he went on tour with somebody. Right? Yeah, he went on tour with someone who put him up, and that's when he proper started studying his craft. And then he ended up joining American Idol, for and being a drummer for a girl in American Idol. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That that's who he went on tour with, right? And that's when he kind of yeah. built up his money. Yeah, and that's to invest a little. And then he started met his band, sort of the Free Nationals, who he still works with now, and they're the band who he works with in the new album. And yeah, they, they, so they're on tour with him all the time. So. Uh, did you guys see him at Park Life? I, I saw him at Park Life. Yeah. You, so that was, was Anderson and ben, Pack was in the it, Free yeah. Nationals then. Man, yeah. that, that went off. That when so he came good. out in that frigging sparkly jacket. Yes. It yes. so cool. He's got star, man. And then he'd go on he'd go on the drum kit, do a bit of drumming while rapping. Yeah. And kind of get back up. and yeah, His live performance was sick. Because like, he'll come out and he'll be the front man and he'll rap and sing. And then there's always that drum kit set up because they have like a DJ, two, uh, two guitarists and a bassist. Yeah. And then the drum kit set up. So if he's not on the drums, there's, there's a drum beat going with a DJ. And then he'll just go on and just lay down this. So stage wise, are they are the drums still at the back or are drums? The drums like, are like on the side, yeah, just a bit the more side. Prominent. Yeah. So before. when he's drumming, he's kind of side on. And he's kind of like leading into the bike and giving it. A bit yeah, of you can it's, it's, so it's oh, awesome, man. It's oh, it's awesome. class. He does. Uh, I think it's. Am I wrong that he? There's a, a proper good live clip. I think it's on Saturday Night Live, and he does like the sickest little drum solo out of it. Yeah. And you're just like, yes, Anderson. But it's just. Just flawless. He's, he's, you can tell that he's just such a tight drummer. He's, uh, yeah, he's worked at his craft, man. But apparently, so the band, the Free Nationals, they've just brought out their first single as well. Oh, they? Solo yeah, kind of thing. So nice. uh, I've not heard it yet, but, but once it's worth checking yeah, out. I, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. And they're quite punk, aren't they, all of them? I w- I'd like yeah, to, to like l- see how much of Anderson is sort of... He looks like he'd be into quite the British punk scene back in, back in the day because his style's totally, very man. punk. Yeah. Um, He's always in that. He's always in that sort of British punk tartan and stuff like that. So I wonder if he. I wonder if he's a bit of a punk rocker as well. Because the because the, the rest of the band. I was watching their tour video and it was like, it's like something off Jackass. You know what I mean? Just proper pranking each other. Really? Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Proper messing about. It's interesting. So one thing I'd like to throw out there to kind of both of you, I guess, just kind of pick your brains a little bit. Let's go. So when we were watching the uh, the Breakfast Club interview this morning, uh, he's talking with Charlemagne, and Charlemagne kind of says like, okay, so what level do you want to be at? Because you're at a very good level now where you're playing to, you know, certain size of crowds. You've got a good, you know, uh, kind of repertoire of artists that you've worked with, Dr. Dre, The Game, kind of, you know, big artists. But where do you want to be? And he was kind of saying, uh, you know, I just want to stay hungry at it. I want to keep committed. Yeah, his word was better. To, he committed to the craft. Get, he said he didn't want to get bigger. He wants to get better. better. And if he gets bigger, then kind of so be it. Where do you think he could end up? Because I kind of I see I was saying him, last night, man, I can see him because he's another Kendrick. I think he, I think, think he just need, and I think this Oxnard, the newest album that's coming, especially being the first one properly produced by uh, Dre as well. Because I think the other two, the first one he produced... Venice, he produced himself with a bunch of other sort of like unheard of producers. Uh-huh. Malibu. Malibu was independent, right? Is Ma- yeah, that I think so. Or, think, or I think he was still tied up in the label previous because he was saying that he still oh, okay. had one thing. Right. So this is the one first with Dre. And I think... And he's got the like, money behind him. And he's got the he's money got behind him. It's studios. obvious that he's just like the last year he's... Well, you've seen Bubbling. Bubbling's just... Bubbling's massive, massive now. Huge, That's like his, his newest tune. He's working with... He's just released Tints with Kendrick. And I oh, think yeah, I think this yeah. next album, oh, hopefully, don't shoot myself in the foot. I think this is the one that will proper just propel make, him yeah, into mainstream. Kind of stardom, man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because I can see him with the kind of setup and the whole vibe, like we say, with the band, the Free Nationals. I can see him doing like arena tours. Oh, I can yeah. see him at like you know, yeah. like headlining festivals, that kind of thing. Uh, but I, I love that from the guy as well because he, another thing to be saying in the, these interviews is that he's like thirty years old. 
but he's also been on like the double XL freshman cover which is kind of to show school all these new school underground artists yeah, yeah. but he's there in like 30 and then he's surrounded by these kids who like I mean hip hop are like between 18 and 21 so he sees himself of the older generation yeah he was saying that on he thingy, is very yeah. new and upcoming at the same yeah. time so I don't know it just gives me a lot of like I don't know I kind of feel proud for him in a little bit do you yeah. know the fact that he's kind of stuck to this, his own yeah. work ethic and he's yeah. made it himself and he's just grafted and grinded still with the same guys that. he was doing the like totally. he was saying the free nationals he, he was just playing in rooms with no people in and, and now they're just playing massive tours and he flew them all out for, they've all flown out to Hawaii to record Oxnard the new album is that what they recorded yeah, yeah, they, did, yeah they did it out in Hawaii and flew out there or something and started writing and rehearsing yeah, it's, he's, he's a cool guy man he just like seeing him in them interviews very down to earth he's, he's just got that he's just got that Kendrick vibe to him he's totally just, he really very does, humble like, very, very humble, humble yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah he deserves all of his success like 100% what do you think Oxnard will sound like because throughout the, all of his projects that's another thing none of them sound the same like he totally, he's yeah. sort of his little signature things are always there but the tracks themselves are always very different like track to track man that's what we're saying even the singles from this one so far so tints and bubbling are very different yeah still retaining that kind of like you say the kind of 60s soul with kind of modern-ist yeah. kind of sensibilities apparently he's also mm. worked with a couple of them which is weird Bruno Mars this is all for the new al- album for real he's oh, worked wow. with Bruno Mars writing Nile Rodgers and Disclosure for Oxnard for, the, for Oxnard yeah shit yeah. that's, that's a pretty wild like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, with Dre on like executive yeah. producer as well yeah, oh could, man yeah contender for the album of the year maybe I know if it goes that way yeah if it goes well oh, like man. and Disclosure are fucking are killing it right now with their latest singles I love their new stuff they've it. obviously dipped into this like, French electronic vibe yeah four or five new singles really understated for Disclosure because yeah. they, they were the like they brought the big kind of festival stadium kind of EDM sound they made that mm. back in like 2012 whereas this is very kind of like you say French electronic a bit more groovy and Nut. yeah Nut. so good but yeah Bruno Mars Bruno Mars is a great songwriter but Darren would kill me if I talked down on Bruno Mars and <laughs> so, so I, I won't dare defend the Mars yeah, defend <laughs> the Mars Darren I'm putting this out there you once said that uh, Michael Jackson's songs would be better sung by Bruno Mars and you'll never live that down not not while I'm alive (laughs) that's on record now that's in the podcast I didn't realise that Oxnard was the place they grew up yes that's his hometown Mm. apparently oh that's cool Oxnard you've gone from having no information Aaron to all the information (laughs) I'm I'm so hyped for like more for the album now it makes sense like it's out soon as well 16th of November 16th of November Yeah. yeah just around the corner yeah, it's gonna be good. Hope and I think if everything works out right, our next new jazz will be a couple of days after. So prepare to hear loads of it there. <laughs> Hopefully, that's your entire next set sorted. Can't yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I dropped that one last night. Uh, that money, money <gasps> on me. Snake money hips. Snake hips. Yeah, one, snake hips have done a remix of his, and I dropped it. I think it was after a disclosure tune as well. Funnily enough, I think it was after Moonlights. But crazy. I dropped it in. Fuck it, it went crazy. Well, I didn't. I need yeah. to. It's well, like unheard. But it's just that the the bass in it is so snaky. Yeah, yeah, it's just fucking. It was class. Yeah, I do love Anderson. Yeah, I've, I've, I feel like we could go on a bit further, but I just I, I don't know what to, what more to say about yeah. Anderson. Go for it. One more to say. He's saying, well, he's, he's a pure family man, right? So he's got a, a son who's in the Bowling Oh, yeah, video. and he's in all the videos. He's in all the He's videos. the dancer. He's the he, dancer. The little dancing yeah. kid is his son. It's so cool, man. 
Well, um, so apparently his wife is fully Korean, and another thing that I didn't know is that Anderson himself is a quarter Korean. Oh, do you know that? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that before. I think it was just because I saw all the clips that we were watching me oh, this were like morning. Yeah, I was okay. probably watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just doing a bit of stalking on Anderson way before he was a topic in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny, but um, yeah, it's class. I want to go and see him live. We'll have to all get out and see him. Yeah. Next time for sure. Next time he tours, man. Yeah. I think he's only ever done festivals. Where, we, where were you at? I think we were at Boy Bear now. Like, oh, I, think, right, yeah. I remember splitting for Anderson, me and Ash went to Boy Bear now, which I yeah. think we saw the next year anyway. So I wish, oh, yeah, I wish we came did. to that. Came. Oh, it was crazy, man. Yeah, We've just, really we made like man. a little dancing pit, didn't we? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, I was like, just push away from me because I'm getting my groove on. <laughs> like, get out of my way. <laughs> it's like Carvey and a kid at Christmas. Yeah. Just imagine when you see Anderson Pack on stage. <laughs> I know. I get a bit wild every now and then. A few Long Island iced teas down you. Oh. <laughs> well, fully. Are you, uh, are you going to be playing a song at the end of this podcast today? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? We'll yeah. Move. So it's, um, just trying to get back more into production, making stuff, just having fun with it. Um, and I ended up playing around with a Nas remix. All right. So it's from the his first album, Illmatic. There's a song called Life's a Bitch, and it's Nas and AZ. And um, yeah, so I was playing around with a beat that I was working on, threw the acapella on it, ended up finishing it into like a proper remix. All right. So yeah. Because you, you've been playing around with that. You put one in of your... Uh, Jay Z remix in one of the bowls, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, so that was um, a track called Master of None because the sample that I used was from, or it was made popular in uh, Joe Aziz Sanzari's show, Master of None. So the the sample was playing in that, so I took that and then used that. Kind of reformed yeah, yeah, yeah. Played yeah. that sample, so nice, that's where nice. that remix came from. Have you been you've been getting more into Have you been getting more into doing remixes than rather sort of producing beats to rap on at the um, moment? Or yeah. Yeah, definitely more so than rapping. I've either I either just put them out as instrumentals, or yeah, yeah. just throw some acapellas on them and nice. Nice. kind of make them feel finished. <laughs> How long have you been producing now? Do you have like a? I'm just getting into the interview like, stage now. Yeah, Sorry, like, we're interviewing AK on the sofa with Carl. Yeah. Just producing in general, like yeah, but like what? Let's go. Let's go. Give me a deep. Start. Let's get like, deep into it. Uh, thirteen, age thirteen. That's fucking young, man. I got some music software, and it was kind of just. Um, just came with loops and yeah. you just build loops and do was stuff. Was this like Fruity Loops? Or no, no, before no. Fruity Loops. So it's a, a program called Magix with an X. Right. And it's like, there just like... Made the magic. Drag and drop loop stuff. Like really right. super basic, but it, it just got me thinking how tracks are made, made and stuff. Yeah. And then after that, got a crack copy of Fruity Loops. And from there, you can kind of more program your own drums got a little midi keyboard start making stuff like everything sounded horrible but wait is this still like 13 14 yeah that still? was more 14 15 free loops okay, just yeah trying to make beats for me and ash to, yeah. to do stuff with yeah because you and ash pure players back in the day <laughs> back in the day oh again with a z yeah, with a z, yeah. <laughs> make it cool see well the funny thing is back then so we all went to high school i'll, I'll tell you this Andy. yeah i didn't go to and high school it, these guys. and if you're this far through this podcast you, you're with us for the ride now yeah. So <laughs> yeah well back then we didn't really hang out we were in the same circle but we sort of you know you know, know you know who you are when you're in yeah, high school or whatever and I went to a gig in Morecambe at the Trimple. And then next thing I know, Az and Ash are on stage. And I just, I didn't even know <laughs> they did it. And they just, they started rapping with these beats. And I was just like, 
what the fuck? And you think in your head, you think, oh my God, I'm going to rip the shit out of him for this. This, <laughs> this is, is good fine, material. Finally, yeah. I've, got, I've got dirt. <laughs> and it was just class. Uh, class and, you know, I'm sure if we look back now, it wasn't the best oh, no. of rapping, but... To do that's so young. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's so young. young. These awesome. nights, these nights were indie nights, so it's like ah, indie bands. Yeah, this was just at the time of sort of. So we must have been about 16, 17 now. Yeah, because yeah, it was about the time that Arctic Monkeys were just everywhere. Yes. Well, that's and it. India at that time was yeah. like the thing. No one was doing rap. So no and, one was rapping. And then. no yeah. one in Morecambe was rapping. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was class. Yes, that man. Was started your own little scene. Yeah, that's it. Look at it. Yeah, and then you went into a. Derive and invention, which was like punk, yeah, mixed punk with live yeah, bands, punk rap, like old Beastie Boys. Ever seen the old yeah, Beastie Boys? Yeah, like yeah. playing guitar and like, yeah, yeah, just heavy raps. Like everything was live. Oh, I see. Um, and then yeah, from that went straight back to like just doing it over beats and DJs yeah. and stuff. And, and then you started working with a few of the Manchester boys, didn't you? Because you ended yeah. up in Unity. What group? Of, there was like a that was a collective. A collective of just like super good musicians, like who were studying music. Yeah. Um, was that a Future Works? That we, did you meet him? Yeah, Future Works, or just through, like, uh, Sulphur Uni. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, just, um, like, we had violin players. and Yeah, well, we did that. Yeah. So we, for some of Aaron's work at uni and outside of uni, we did sort of, like, a live lounge thing. And that was, the, we took one of your EPs, which, and we, me and you, funnily enough, worked on that before, sort of really hanging. Yeah. We were sort of, like... Aaron had come to me because I played bass at the time and asked me to help with a bit of bass bits on your track and then we took it into a live group and we were going to sort of set up a live band and we ended up doing like a live lounge yeah. in the studio just filmed it acoustic like... acoustic thing and we had a violinist we had what? piano player yeah piano player two, two three singers it was fucking yeah. it was good man it was, it was really a good fun. day really yeah fun. it was a good day it was like you know, we were just fucking around at uni half the time. I was stoned out <laughs> my freaking mind. It was so good. It was well good. But that was fun. Then it just went went off and then you've been working on stuff from there. It sort of progressed. Yeah, it took like, I don't know, I did take a large period off where I just wasn't, I just wasn't making stuff. I definitely wasn't releasing stuff. Yeah. Um, I kind of was finding other outlets fun so like making videos or making animations and yeah because because if you've seen any sort of animated stuff on the new jazz page quite uh they, they're usually yours the animated yeah, stuff yeah the colorful logos the bright animations that's mm. like all my sort of stuff so i was kind of putting a lot more energy into that and then over the past year i've just fallen in love with beat making again yeah just like, you're doing quite a lot of cut and paint like cut and sample sort of stuff aren't you, you yeah you, chopping up samples. Samples. i've heard a few little sneak previews of your stuff man yeah that's awesome like playing my own samples or like playing on the piano and then chopping that is probably like and that's kind of what i've done in the new remix yeah nice just like jammed out on a couple instruments and then recorded that to tape and then chopped the tape to sample yeah. back into the instrumental and just like mad nice. stuff that, it's fun it's well, fun again. Yeah, good. Creative, man. Yeah, I've been uh, myself. I've been, I've been trying to get into Ableton, and because you can do a lot of like sample stuff on there, can't yeah, you? Yeah, it's, it's great for live, really good for live, your live stuff, stuff as, well. as well as just like quickly hashing out an idea and recording it. So I'm trying to learn how to do that at the moment. So that's fun. But mm. have you got a title for this? 
Remix no, it's just Life's a Bitch Remix, yeah. I've not. Life's a Bitch Remix. Probably AK. You go AK, AK Remix. Aaron.fm. Aaron.fm. Yes. Get on Aaron.fm. Wait, did you say the dot? I thought you don't say the dot. You don't, you don't I say, say, I say <laughs> the dot. He, he says the dot. Aaron says the dot. When it's a website, you say the dot. Yeah, so the, it's Aaron.fm, but if you actually go to Aaron.fm. Oh, that's the website, web address. That's okay. where all the tunes are. Yeah. So it's Sweet. Like, You'll find that and his animation work and other stuff. But... All right, well, yeah, shall we wrap this up? There we go, all right, yeah. Cheers for listening. Um, this has been a very a rough one for us, <laughs> being the morning after. And, it's yeah, been very it's scary. Been yeah, it has edge, been man. scary. It's been spooky, and there's things I'll think about later tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be here for episode three. Come back. I'm sure we'll probably be, no, we won't, we'll be hungover again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, cheers. All right, Aaron, introduce your track. Let's go. Okay, this is Life's a Bitch Remix by Aaron.fm. Hope you enjoy. Clothes, bank rolls, and hoes. You know what I'm saying? Yo, then what, man? What? Visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest? The personal status depends on salary. And my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live the dream for all my peeps who never made it. Cause shit, we were beginners in the hood. It's five percenters. But something must have got in us. Cause all of us turn to sinners. Now some resting in peace and some are sitting in St. Quentin. Others such as myself are trying to carry on tradition. Keeping this weapon past us. We get our essence inside us. Is it provides us with the proper insight that got us. Even though we know somehow we all got us. Cause I made it, recorded through life, some garlic like fame created, got rounds, 365 days, annual plus some, load up the mic and bust one, cuss while I bust from, my skull cause it's pain in my brain, vein, money maintained, don't go against the grain, simple and plain, when I was young at this, I used to do my thing hard, rob with foreigners, take their wallets, they jewels and rip their green cars, deter the projects, flashing my quick cash, and got my first piece of ass, smoking blunts with hash, now it's all about cash and abundance, niggas I used to run with is richer, doing years in the hundreds, I switched my Motto. Instead of saying fuck tomorrow, that buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. Once I stood on the block, loose cracks produced stats. I cooked up and cut small pieces to get my loot back. Time is ill, man. It keeps static like wool fabric. Pack a formatic to crack your whole cash. Life's a bitch and then you die.